Ship's Log, Entry 10-29. The Formith has been revealed as an enemy spy. Tully's monsters, now including the mechanic Kami Ray, returned to the satellite repaired during their last mission. There, they began tracing the signals emitted by the hostile cube, which they now carried as a prisoner. Several different points of interest were discovered. So the away team set off to investigate potential leads on an unlikely quest to rescue the pilot, Max Ina. Arriving at one of the locations, the squad encountered a portal villager who was about to enter a partnership with another Formoth cube. The humanoid turtle was dissuaded from this act of desperation in exchange for help defending their village from a hostile Formoth user. Tully's monsters engaged this soldier, a tiefling, in a fiery battle on an alien planet. Emerging victorious, the tiefling revealed that the Beholder terrorist Yaush was using the Formoth cubes to spy on the Velvet Fox's initiative and build an army of conscripts to destroy any chance of ending the Mind Flayer Civil War. There was one positive piece of intelligence. Max Ina was alive. The Ardling was being kept in some sort of stasis from which they could be summoned to fight for Yaush. This means there is still a chance to save them along with all the other heroes imprisoned in the Formith network. Armed with three cubes and a powerful satellite, Tully's monsters set about triangulating the location of their enemy. If they fail, not only will an intergalactic war rage on for eons more, but it will be the heroes of peace who are the weapons of incalculable death. Hey, did you know that if you put the human body in a in like a vice and then twisted a person's head three times around, it would come clean off? I would have guessed. I didn't know that for sure. It it's exactly three. I would have assumed some point before that. I mean, I feel like it get pretty bad before that. And well, yes, of course. But if you're trying to fully remove the head without like ripping in sort of a horizontal or vertical fashion, it's three times horizontally. I. Don't know that I'm ever going to need to use that information. <laughs> well, you have it in your back pocket. Is it? Th this is why. This is why you had the head at jar. You want to just apply this knowledge you have. I see. How it, it, is. it actually wasn't for Buford, but I heard it on a podcast and went, "Oh, that would actually be quite useful to note down." <laughs> I would love that. I would like. I just think of having a podcast where, like, you generally are factual, but they would just add in something that's completely bullshit and nonsensical just to see how many people run with it so i mean the problem <laughs> with fighting beholders is that they don't have a neck to rip their heads off of they're just the head. right so the strategy is unfortunately completely useless so, so what you're saying is we need to sort of build a neck for them <laughs> no one has done the maths on how many times you have to turn one of the eyeball stalks around before it pops off I think that's going to take more because sometimes they look to just be tentacles and that's going to be kind of squishy. I mean, you're not going to have a lot of traction there. Yeah, there's not a lot of like, you know, cartilage or bone. They're just sort of happening. All right, it's time to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> well, let's 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 see how it goes. So, uh, 
Yeah, as of the end of last episode, you as a a group now have three full myth cubes, if you're counting the one that is attached to an unconscious person you beat up. As the Lonely Island said, still counts. <laughs> I believe the plan uh, end of last episode was returned was to return to the big bunch of satellites and go, hey, we've got like more of these now. Can we work anything out based on what we got? Yeah, I had a bunch more array jokes. I was going to talk about my favorite baseball team, the Tampa Bay Arrays. I was going to talk about uh, in in geometry when you have a line with only one endpoint that creates array. It's a whole. Yeah. Now, see, those are fun jokes that you that, that you know could have been told if you hadn't bullied me out of saying array. <laughs> this, this word is be- starting to mean nothing to me. It, it just sounds like noise now. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, yeah, so now that you have uh, additional data with which to uh, try and, try and uh, do this search, can I get a group investigation check with advantage. Yes, I did have one question, though. If I remember correctly, there was another cube heading towards us outside of this one. Where, like, where does that stand currently? Okay, do you want to do your roll and we'll, we'll sure. get it all, all out in one? 10 for Wendy. 26. 25. Okay, okay, the group passes. So I will start with your immediate question, which is, what's up with that one signal that was coming towards you? And it seems to have stopped in a set location. Um, and funnily enough, that's that's going to be relevant in a minute. So you start looking at the data, you've got more of these cubes to go like, hey, what, what's actually going on here? You start trying to trying to not only search for more of these signals, but you've got more information with which to go. That That's another of those. Um, and it seems there are a lot of pairs that are signaling and responding to each other. Now that you've got this uh, these cubes to, to reference, it seems like each of those R signals you were seeing was one half of a pair with, a four, with uh, one of these... Uh, other four myth cubes, and the best you can put together uh, with a twenty-five and twenty-six, it seems like if a four myth cube is not being, you know, no one's taking the bait, it pops off an SOS, and someone goes to either get it, or you know, uh, maybe someone does end up connecting with it, and they don't need to come collect it anymore. But it seems like these are pairs of. If no one's taking the bait, I'll move you somewhere else. We'll we'll do something else. We'll get someone to to hook onto you. Um, and with a with a twenty five and twenty six, you are able to uh, g- get a sense that there is another signal, one that like is not directly, you know, one of these SOSs or responses, but they all seem to be pinging with something else. And that other signal sure is where that uh, where that signal that was coming for you seems to have just camped out. So that that sounds to me like it's sort of like the charging station for the cubes. Maybe maybe it's like the Apple Genius Bar that they they get serviced at, <laughs> or the or the Tesla supercharge station or whatever you know. I, what I was thinking company? Tesla, but I wasn't sure which to go with. Uh huh. Yeah, so there's there's no way to know what this other place is that they are, you know, sending mes- signals back and forth to. Mm-hmm. 
But whatever it is, the person who was coming for you has seemingly decided, nah, I'm going to wait here. So so I'm trying to get a, a just a head count for my, my own notes, and I guess this can be cut out. Uh, there, We are in possession of three, two yeah. of which seem to be connected to each other. If I if I understand yep. correctly, you 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 currently have uh, an SOS and a responding pair. Okay, one of ours. Is, uh, then there are two more that we're aware of at the very least. Uh, yeah. Mac, uh, one that uh, Max's was communicating with, which I think might be Yaush, uh, and uh, and one that's at this SO, uh that's stopped at this new location. <sighs> And there was the, and I don't know if this third one that I'm about to list is one of these two. There was one that disappeared off the face of the earth, or off the face of the universe. Um, yeah. So uh, with with your two very good roles, I I will give you like a little sort of context for for what happened there. Uh, one of those response signals was heading towards an SOS, and then the SOS stopped signaling. It seems like either someone probably picked up that that for myth or the response person was like cool i'm here i found i, I found you i'll take you somewhere else okay what whatever whatever their interaction was the the response found the sos and was like cool sorted right it, it could have been the case that it was it might have been someone responding to max's for myths sos but as soon as we put it in the faraday cage and it wasn't t- projecting it anymore they're like oh okay no sos anymore whatever Onto something else. That's sort of the read I have of that situation. There's a few things that could be going on, but one response stopped heading for an SOS for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, the total number of cubes we're dealing with, and I think it's, like, six to eight, something like that, or at least that we might be aware of. You, uh, depending on how you pair up some of these that you're unsure exactly how they pair up, could be six or eight uh, that you initially caught. Um, on this new scan, you are seeing a lot more of these pairs. Like there is a wider number of them out there. Uh, okay, we have a bi- uh, we have a big side quest to collect all the cubes to unlock the secret skin at the end. Then, <laughs> yeah, it it certainly seems like these things have been propagating around space. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, uh, well, I think we should probably head to this this hub location. Stab time, stab time, stab time. Yeah, you're looking forward to some stabbing. Uh, <laughs> wait, which character was that? Or is that just Laura? That's just me asking. You're looking forward to stabbing. <laughs> it was it was the communications officer in this uh this like satellite, right? Ah, oh, you're looking forward to some stabbing, are you? Back <laughs> in my day. Oh, we stabbed all willy nilly. <laughs> Sorry, this is the first time I've 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 chimed up, but I, ho- I hope you're having a good mission. I hunger for blood. Yeah. We all we all <laughs> gathered up once a week on Stabber Days. We called it, you know, it was a real hoot nanny then. Yeah, the subtext is just that every time there's any kind of knowledge check, especially this arc, Wendy has completely blown it, and the two intelligence characters have crushed it, and she's just feeling very alienated and missing uh, Max, who was you know on some level. Uh, kind of a jock as a hotshot Top Gun pilot. <laughs> and she, she was just like, you know, I, I miss the other fucking dork. Everyone here is too smart. It's making me feel shitty. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully getting a chance to stab some things will help with that. Um, 
So yeah, if you want to uh, head for this signal, you are welcome to do so. Uh, it is a little bit of a, a distance. You've got some time to either talk or uh, if you want to prepare anything before you show up to whatever's, whatever you're about to face. Uh, my, my, my general thought process right now is that <clears throat> Cammy is focusing on piloting, sometimes running autopilot and checking uh, her gun a few times. And I don't know, uh, just the, the, the contrast from Max's piloting to hers is pretty notable. She's fine enough as a pilot for transport, but you know, once you had someone like Max fly, it's a very different uh, case. So, it's like, yeah. Um, so as you approach uh, the, this uh, location that is sort of pinged on your your system, uh, once it's in visual range, you get a a visual of a very industrial looking uh, station in space. This is not your sort of like cylinder with a bunch of things coming off its space station. This is almost like a tower block in space. It is just this grim, angular uh, building that has nothing descript about it uh, other than it does seem to have a lot of uh, a lot of communication equipment hooked up to it. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of dishes and things ar around it, but otherwise it is just a very featureless grey rectangle in space. I start blasting Thus Spoke Zarathustra out of the <laughs> stereo system, just bumping it like a fucking Impala lowrider <laughs> as we approach. It, it's like, it's like I could just picture, yeah, the, the ship just starts like rotating and flipping in the flipping through space like a bone thrown into the air by some uh, primate, you know? Uh, ominous. You, you you said it. Yeah, you said it's a giant rectangle. Uh, yes, giant giant featureless gray rectangle. Ah, big cube, big evil multiple cube. Ah, yeah. <laughs> what happens when you add multiple cubes together? Rectangle. Can I roll perception to see uh, if there's any you know threats around? Anybody's creeping or sneaking? Yeah, yeah. Roll roll perception. Twenty. Um, for, for, for for uh, for context, I was gonna describe it as a cube, and then I was like, "Oh no! If I'm doing a thing where it's a big evil space cube, it's just gonna sound like I'm doing a ball cube." And yeah. I was like, "No, it's it's a rectangle. It's different." Yeah, you always want to you want to get close to Star Trek, like you know, do homage without just doing it again. In the last Hallmark, yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, it's Q. You're doing Q. This is a Q situation." <laughs> and I'm like, "God damn it!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's like, I'm doing the Borg rectangle. Sometimes you just got to do these things. Uh, the Borg tangle, just the yeah. Borg tangle. <laughs> okay. Um so 20 on a uh, 20 on perception. Um you the first thing you you notice isn't the cube after uh, I called it a fucking cube. Uh the first thing you <laughs> notice isn't the rectangle itself. Uh it is the behavior of the four myth cubes in uh your little your your uh, uh, the Tully monster are starting to like shake and glow somewhat uh, the closer you get to this thing, uh, as if almost resonating with it. Um, uh, the structure itself um, seems to have minimal in the way of, of, of entry points. It seems like this is probably not a high-traffic uh, building or facility. It is uh, 
designed in such a way that you cannot clearly see from the outside what is where. There is no obvious that's the deck because there is a nice sort of porthole for, for looking through. Uh, it seems designed to be as tough to intuit from the outside as possible. Like, very much by design, it is nondescript. So, so uh, one of my abilities is the, uh, the urban infrastructure. It's uh, We've been used it to describe, like, the be forgetting plans and, um, uh, like, uh, blueprints of buildings to try to figure out important key areas. Uh, I know that doesn't really apply here. Can we use that in some sort of role to see if Buford can, like, discern through, like, uh, uh, like sensor sweeps uh, or, like, uh, and stuff like that to try to figure out if we can find, like, an entry point where, like, energy seems to coalesce, like... If, if you want to do a perception roll to try and add to Austin's, I'm happy to make that work with a success. Ugly dogly. Let's see what we get. I'm looking at this. Instead of calling, like, a cube or rectangles, it's just the the dread box to me right now just <laughs> oh we're gonna get evil dvds <laughs> <laughs> okay so i i think putting um wendy's 20 and buford's 18 together um i think that we can intuit some things that neither of you probably could by yourselves um uh, I think Buford, if you sort of come to come to the table with uh, your your understanding of like structurally how buildings tend to be done, alongside Wendy going, magic is a thing, and I can piece together what's going on magically a little bit. Um, toward the top, uh, the top center uh, of this big space rectangle is a pretty large source of magic. Um, and basically everything about the design of this place seems to reinforce that that is the important area of this ship. Uh, it is where a lot of those sort of external uh, satellite dishes are positioned. Uh, you look a little closer, there is wiring that is maybe a little more densely packed around those areas. Uh, if you do some sort of scans with the ship, you can maybe get a sense of the top of this structure is drawing a lot of power, like very much compar like much more power draw compared to the rest of the building. It seems like a lot of what is here is purely in service of keeping the top of the building running. I need to ask a question for my own sanity. This place ain't made out of smaller formith cubes, right? That's not what's happening here. <laughs> no, it's not made out of smaller formith cubes that you can tell. I, I didn't need, like, a space titan to come out here and then go, uh, decrypt Noah, and then beat us with a giant stick. <laughs> I uh, mean, just, uh... <laughs> I mean, look, I... From the distance you're at, that does, it doesn't appear to be made of lots and lots of tiny cubes. Is the big rectangle a werewolf? Mm -hmm. Yes, you call me Austin, the big rectangle's a werewolf. Eventually this will turn out to be the twist, I just have to guess at every arc. Yeah, <laughs> this is where you find out that I've been hiding that Yaush is a werewolf for the last, like, however long. That's That's gotta be really uncomfortable for the baby tadpole when he transforms. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, there, there is a, a considerable consolidation of resources at the top of this, uh, this structure. 
I'll, I'll like Cammy just nods like, well, I'll do what I can. This is certainly more uh, awkward to approach than even the Resubian, but uh, we'll see if we can get any purchase here. Uh, we're gonna cut over to. Uh, we're gonna cut over to Max for a minute. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, last last <laughs> we heard from Max, uh, you were at the end of last episode, uh, being somewhat puppeted against your will. Um, as we rejoin you uh, <laughs> this episode, uh, you're back in in the void with everyone else. Uh, some of the specifics about what happened are a little fuzzy. The things that happen while you're decrypted and the things that happen here, it feels almost like there's a sort of pane of glass between the two, but you are back mm. uh, in in the void. Uh, this is your first time having been decrypted by one of the four myth users. Uh, how, how are you doing? Max is uh, a little shaken. I think if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, last week they were talking with Evan when they were pulled into when they're when they're with me so they, do they reappear back in front of evan after all that or um are they somewhere they, else they, they, they reappear back uh max reappears back where they were uh, and evan isn't like stuck in spot it's not like uh zero time has passed while you were gone but evan is near enough to sort of head over uh as as you re reform and go Oh, um, sorry, sorry about that. I know that was probably a little rough. Um, first time? I'm not even sure. Like, it's hard to keep track of anything here. I don't know if time works the way here that it does out there. Uh, some of us feel like we've been here forever. Some of us feel like we've just got here and the order we got here doesn't always make sense with who feels like they've been here the longest. Um, yeah... Yeah, sorry. It's... I hope you're doing okay. I'm... I guess I'm doing alright, but... I... I'm trying to remember where we were. Uh... Oh, right, right. So... So... For you, it's just like everyone else. The... The... the as you were... Uh, uh... Decrypting the last... Entity... That's when things just kind of went... Blank, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, um... It doesn't seem to matter how how many you decrypt as like a, a number. It seems to be there there are however many of us are in here and when there are no more to decrypt, that's when it happens. Huh. Okay. I'm trying to think then. then the question is, who was the first one in here then? I mean, how many did you have did you have to decrypt? Do you even remember that? Uh I it's I feel like it's been a while um I think there were like seven that I had to decrypt um but I couldn't tell you how long ago that was um I mean there's two who've been here since very early on um and Evan will gesture over to uh, a pair. I was going to say in the corner. There's no corners here. It's a void. Uh, emotion emotionally, they're over in the corner. Uh, tonally, they're in the corner. Uh, mm -hmm. That 
Uh, one sec. Um... Can I say that I picture the Formith uh, Void as being where you fight Rom the Vacuous Spider in Bloodborne? That's all. Oh, oh, hell yeah. It's filled with spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Spiderific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you are gestured towards a, uh, a Warforged, uh, as well as an Eladrin. Max will just look at the pair and be like, well, I hadn't talk to them yet really so I guess I'll head over there Evan hopefully uh, the next time you're pulled out it's nothing too distressing Ah, uh, it is what it is but thanks uh, and yeah uh, as you head over um, the uh, the warforged will sort of uh, sort of acknowledge as you walk over and be like Oh, uh, hi. How, how are you doing? Uh, well, to be honest, I'm a little scared and very confused. Or maybe I'm just very scared and a little confused. I'm, I'm still sorting that bit out. Um, Some mix of those two is uh, not unreasonable. Yeah, so, um, I, I, I you know, I, I, I I'm assuming you you two kind of know that I'm well, the newest entry in here. But uh, I've been trying to figure out who everyone else is to find a way out or something, you know. So, uh, uh, do you two like remember your names or anything? Or uh, well, um, uh, I'm Ed, uh, and the Eladrin will say, uh, and I'm Mardis, and um. I don't know how much help we're going to be um, on what this is. Um, with regards to the cube aspect, I you might know more than we do, but we can make some educated guesses as to at least part of the nature of this. Um, we at one point was sort of two beings inhabiting one mechanical form. And again, neither of us ha have interacted with one of these cubes that the rest of you all seem to have gotten here through. We just started being here. And others joined, and as best we can tell, some tech that was a part of what we were was used as the basis to make whatever it is that trapped you. I, I see. Um, so, uh, okay, I was hoping for maybe uh, a little... Inside is maybe a way out of here, but uh, you, you two aren't even weren't even brought in through the same means, though. So, Look, the the only suggestion I can make is that it seems like there is some ability to resist 
the decryption. It's not easy, it's not been managed many times, but a few of us here a few times have managed to either refuse to be decrypted, or to fight back once summoned. It doesn't last long, but it's possible. The best advice I can give you is to save your strength, and to give everything you have when the opportunity arises. I don't know if it's going to get you out, but it might protect someone who was in your position. Right. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for that. I'm probably going to keep on talking with the others, but I might come back a little bit later on after well, wrapping my head around this situation and preparing myself. I'm sorry that we don't have anything more uh, useful to provide you. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's no one's fault that it, no one no one who is here is at fault. So uh, it's more just we have to figure out what we can do. And with that, we're going to cut back to the party. Uh, so yeah, away team. Uh, you are you you have identified with the big space rectangle, roughly where shit seems to be going down. Um, there is not an obvious, like, here is the, 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 the entrance point on the roof so you can just go straight in. Um, there is only one obvious entry point, but I suppose you do have a ship with a big laser on it, so, like, any entry point could be an entry point if you want it to be. <laughs> what, what do you want, what do you want to do, everyone? I have proficiency with thieves tools. Is there any way I could look for, like, a place to jimmy it open before we start shooting it with big guns and alerting <laughs> everyone inside the big rectangle? Yeah. I, uh, I I think if you want to do an investigation check to see whether you can specifically identify, like, something you could jimmy mm-hmm. open. All right. Nineteen. Nineteen's <laughs> pretty good. Um, So, your ship's, like, not obviously cloaked or anything so if anyone's like looking on sensors it's not like you're being secretive that like you are a ship that's outside but you're not you know drawing a ruckus and having a little float around the the exterior of this building you notice a uh some sort of maintenance hatch that does seem to be locked but you do have proficiency with thieves tools and i think you can use that to sort of uh lockpick open a uh you know the, the the lock on it and it's gonna be a bit of a squeeze particularly for uh for buford <laughs> but you you can you can you can wedge yourselves inside and like come in sort of maybe two-thirds of the way up this building stepbrother help i'm stuck in the hatch this is the thing <laughs> wendy was trained for she has a little, a little tiny uh jeweler screwdriver that, you know, she can pry some things out. She, this, she's the tiny little infiltrator, so she, this is her element. Um, so glad she gets to do this. And then we try to push yeah. Buford down like Pooh Bear <laughs> into the hatch. <laughs> I, I also, I take we're also taking the tiefling along so that they're not left alone on the ship to wake up and steal the Tully. So yeah, I, guess, I guess we've just hogtied this tiefling and I'm carrying her on my shoulder. I'm 
Can I just say, I'm so glad you remember that she existed. Yeah, that was my next thought. I wasn't going to leave her on the ship alone. Uh, yeah. The, the cubes get, if the cubes hijack the ship, you know what? More power to them. You know what? We got two of them together. They'll be happy together, you know, for the rest of their, uh, their lives. So you're leaving the cubes behind, but bringing the we're, tiefling. We're taking a minimum of one cube with us because it's stuck to the tiefling. The question is, do we bring any more? Hopefully, and the one is definitely in a Faraday cage, and I think we'd establish the other one is in a normal cage, but not insulated, because I don't think we, we have an, the ability to insulate two without more uh, materials, I think is what we decided on. Uh, I will give you that you got a very good role to, to build a Faraday cage a couple of episodes ago. That Faraday cage is going to be uh, effective. If you want to leave the Faraday one behind, I will tell you that will be fine. If you want to leave the other one behind, uh, that's up to you to work out whether that's where the consequence is. Yeah, I think that we put that one in a cage and uh, it can be carries it like a like a little terrarium. Fair enough. Yeah, Cammy will carry the uh, she only needs one hand to use the, the revolver. So the other one can carry the uh, the, the non Faraday caged cube. Yeah, the cube that's just going like. You could you could let me out the box, and I could make you so strong. I, I've got a two for one deal on flumps. Or or you could you you could you could stay in the box and become strong all on your own. You a, no, you that the... doesn't sound nearly as fun as saving the world with my new best friend. This is the evil power of friendship. This is the evil power of friendship. We don't know that we're going to get into the rectangle and there's going to be a big, like, uh, Zelda door where it's like, bring all the cubes here to unlock the final boss, you know? And they're like, fuck, we have yeah, to go you're back. Yeah, <laughs> you're only going to get the standard ending. You don't get the secret ending unless you bring all uh, of the cubes in. Unless, unless you bring all the quad forces. Got it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Tunic was so good until you got to that part. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> everyone's that one's what I'm talking about. Um so yeah, so you make it in you make it inside with a bit of shoving Buford uh from one end. Uh maybe maybe uh Wendy's inside pulling on Buford's arms, Cammy's just like pushing him by the legs. <laughs> um and once you get inside, you are faced with um you you asked whether this place was a bunch of four myth cubes, and from the outside, no, not a bunch of four myth cubes. It does seem like this building is largely used to house a lot of four myth cubes. Um, there is a lot of cubes in here. Uh, a lot of them don't seem to be active. They seem to be, uh, they seem to be in some kind of inert state. It's not, you know, giving off the SOS signals. They're not glowing blue and begging you to to connect with them. But it is undeniably a big stockpile of cubes. Is this a production facility? Where are we in space? Like, is this a known place? Uh, this is not, uh, not a, like, known place that's on charts. Uh, space is full of a lot of companies that, like, just... Yeah, here's, here's my space building. There's no label on the door. There's probably someone at the door being like, nah, do you have an appointment? No, off you go. Is, is this a server <laughs> farm? Are, are we going to find, like, Meta, Amazon's cloud in here, too? I mean, it does give you server cloud vibes. It the, These cubes have the vibe of, like, lots of big server racks just 
waiting to be plugged in when more demand for server capacity opens up. Okay, I guess we have to maybe find where they're storing the blobs that are these character uh, are all these Formith engines and download Max. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, th- there does not seem to be any obvious security or any people doing anything. It's you've you've entered an area that is just here's a lot of cubes ready for something. A uh, survival to make our way through to try to find the uh, yeah the blobs yeah give me yeah give give uh, uh so what are you, what are you specifically uh, trying to find when you say the blobs <laughs> yeah usually there's a logic to like cable management where like things are flowing in a certain direction and so I'm trying to find the you know the, the most important central hub thing yeah okay yeah give give me a survival roll crit 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 Kemi Kemi did not botch. She rolled the two, but she did not botch. You are able to put together the the fact that there's a lot of energy going up to the roof of this place uh, alongside there is a lot of cabling going from the server farm that you can follow. And like, if you, you know, you go follow this sort of up the building somewhat, uh, there's a bit of, there's a bit of winding corridors. You're seeing nothing but just big stockpiles of cubes, uh, and as you make your way further up, um, I think with this crit, you do notice on your way up some commotion uh, just off of the track of, of like following the wires up to where you're going. Uh, and if you follow that just a little bit, just to get a peek, um, some of these cubes are activating. Not many, and not frequently, but this big pile of cubes, just occasionally one of them will start to glow and start making its way down the building, presumably to head off and go find a host. I I was going to say, this seems like a lot of cubes, but I guess space is a big place. But if there are that many here, are a lot of them just sitting in places for maybe years waiting for someone to pick it up? Entirely possible. Like, you get the impression that, like, eventually the whoever's running this place wants a lot of these cubes out there, but doesn't want to suspiciously flood the market with suddenly everyone's got cubes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh great! So this is this is the whatever talks about. Oh, they're they're just intentionally holding back stock to increase demand on the speculative market. This is what they mean, you know. Oh it's my like, god, it's uh, Nintendo! We have to find it's Reggie. Nintendo. We have to be Reggie. <laughs> we have to find Reggie at Bowser. It just it just be this. We, we have to flip him over and attack his weak point for massive damage. Uh, I I think I think I know what this is. Then if if they're sending out limited amounts to try to, like, gain, like, you know, new forms for Formith. They're releasing it to small amounts of people at a time to gather up those units. And then with these massive amounts, they're just going to get make an army of super people. I will say space is so hilariously big. They could be churning out hundreds of millions of them, and they would still be rare in space, generally. Yeah. 
But I look, you you might be onto something with if someone were trying to form an army, and wanted to arm them all with a good, powerful weapon. This sure would be a stockpile you could arm an army with. I, it's I, it's almost like uh, the the prior Formith users are all just beta unwitting beta testers, and then they're just getting ready to do their actual going gold and their uh, <laughs> their and their broad distribution. Um, it's another My angle. God, it's to... Steam early access. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so with that information, uh, you can keep making your way up toward the top of the building, and uh, as you reach the area that was giving off all of the uh, the energy earlier, uh, you start sort of coming up the final set of stairs, and you are face-to-face -face with someone you've not seen for a while. Uh-oh. Uh, it's been a while since you've seen a beholder. Uh-oh. Is, is it a familiar beholder? It is indeed a familiar beholder. This is Beshk, the, uh, the beholder you encountered back on the, uh, the werewolf space station. Um, looking very much the same as you remember, with one notable difference. Uh, they appear to have a bl glowing blue cube hanging out with them. Hey, Beshk, remember us? We spared your life, and we were going to be best friends, but you had somewhere to go. I think you had a date or something, so, you know, let's just pick up where we left off. Hug? Hug it out? Come on? Oh, oh, yeah. C come on, bring bring it in for the hug. I, you're going to have, it's going to be great for you. You're going to have a wonderful time. I, th I think it's going to be a mouth hug. I don't think that's going to go well for you, Wendy. Beshk's mouth is opening rather widely. <laughs> Can I roll insight on the mouth hug? Yes, roll insight. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, botch, botch. Oh. 17. Mouth hug, to be uh, completely honest, is what I call blowjobs in my household. <laughs> uh, you, you do get the impression uh, a lot of violent teeth will be involved in this hug, and you might not want it. Uh, just like a blowjob. <laughs> Uh, he's like, Besh, I don't believe you. I really want this hug, but you're not you're not extending your tentacles in a huggular manner. So No, I'm I'm extending my teeth in a huggular manner. Come on, come in. Oh, I think that your life could have been so different if you had been hugged. We, we could we would be friends right now. Think about it. Is is that why beholders are so antisocial they can't hug each other? I'm not saying that biology is destiny, but it couldn't hurt. We 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 can't hug each other. We just don't, because that's gross. <laughs> My skincare routine is excellent. My hugs rock. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not gross. So, uh, so hugs aside, uh, why do you have one of those four myths with you? Because I see the way that this war is going, and I want to be on the winning side. Oh come on. Max even Max Max even said that you were like resigned to not be involved in this, and you just you know. Look, I I didn't want to be involved. I I was so not wanting to be involved that I uh, got put into a uh, real quick uh, sleep coma. It's not fun. Uh, you don't know how screwed you are. I have seen how big a threat you are faced with. 
and I am well aware that I would not get the uh, the pleasure of being turned into a sleeping dream factory again. So I join the winning side, and that that's that. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, okay, um, you it, listen. It's all remember, it's all head, right? It doesn't matter where you hit; it's all head. Uh, <laughs> um. So, well, let's let's consider your your statement here. We're gonna lose the war. We're all gonna die, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Take it a step further. After that, you think Yaush is just gonna let you go? When the choice is dying today or dying a year from now, I'll take the one that keeps me alive. I can't. Well, Cammy will just chime in and says, "Whether or not you know, I'm on the losing side." All that matters to me is getting Max back. And, you know, if if that means going through you, then so be it. So either, either, either we're going to leave here either with, with Max information to get them back, or at least the knowledge that one possible threat is no more. Uh... Beshk looks at you specifically, Cammy, and goes, I was warned this was going to happen. This is like half the reason I said yes to this today. Decrypt, Max. Uh, can I get a roll from Max, a constitution saving throw? That would be, that would be a, that would be a botch. That'd be a two. Uh, yeah, that is a botch. Uh, Max is decrypted. <laughs> that is uh, that is two roles that did not succeed in in not being decrypted. So uh, yeah, uh, did we describe last episode what uh, visually happens to a person who decrypts decrypts Max? I can't remember if we described any visual changes that that imparts. In terms of the shape of Formith, we did not describe it. In yeah. terms of the 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 Formith shape itself, it would transform into the pistol that Cammy made for Max because that's the weapon that Max yeah, put yeah, into Formith. Um, in terms of any other effects, um, for Max at the very least, like there was all these flower motifs and stuff, but that's just because Max is into flowers and had a flower garden and stuff. And so I assumed that was just Max's influence, yeah. kind of uh, I- convalescing there. I, I think that the best image I can put together because it's so tonally dissonant with the uh, the the terror that uh, Beshk is trying to get across in this moment is a flower crown materializes, <laughs> but like a very like oh oh I've I've got I've got yeah I've got your friend in here who I was literally gonna say the flower crown for Midsummer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a flower crown can be creepy in the right context. Yeah, I think Wendy points the ice pick at the beholder when it does this and says, "Just who the hell do you think I am?" <laughs> We're gonna feed you your own eyes. I'm Wendy fucking McDonald. I have the ice pick that's gonna pierce the heavens. <laughs> um, and Besh goes. Last time we fought, I was waking up. Today, I'm hitting full speed. Uh, roll initiative. 
uh, as a uh, bunch of gazers start uh, swarming in to fill the room uh, behind Beshk. Damn, I was... I was planning to um to swap out uh one of my infu- my armor infusion for uh necrotic resistance when we thought we were gonna go fight Yaush. Uh I was not expecting another beholder this early. Yeah, well <laughs> the beholders seem to have something to do with this, uh with what's happened to Max, so Alright guys, it was nice nice knowing you. Get ready for the death ray. Alright, and pop in rage, which means wild magic twenty-one. Like blackjack. You sneeze, casting a 15-foot cone of gust. Hell yeah. <laughs> do I just bla- do I blast uh, anyone for damage, or is it just, you know, push? Uh, the, the uh, give, me, give me a sec to work out what I'm... Is it a wet doing? sneeze? <laughs> I, mean, I think that's up to Wendy how wet or not this is. Um, <laughs> Besk's mouth was open. It's real gross. Take one d four poison damage. Uh huh. Yeah. So if you if you wanna if you wanna sneeze someone into a wall, I think you can uh, you can you can do some damage with that, and I will I will roll that. Uh, yeah, I will I will give that a roll. Uh, I assume you're just sneezing in uh, Besk's direction. Yeah, Wendy's gonna take off like a bullet, just good, trying to just go through uh, his entire eye hole, you know, <laughs> just go through the eye socket. So if she suddenly bursts into a supersonic sneeze halfway, you know, she takes a moment to collect herself and then just continues. Yep, uh, that that you rolled eight damage on sneeze. It's not the most powerful sneeze in the world, but it's a little bit of sneeze damage. Uh, Wendy turns on the engine of her ice pick and starts going towards uh, Beshk. She sneezes, throwing him back into the wall, and then on the rebound tries to impale him through the eye. She says, let's see you grit those teeth! Reckless attack, 23 and 22. Uh, yeah, they're both, they're both gonna hit. <laughs> Alright. Barbarians are fun. 46 damage. <laughs> 46 damage. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, she obviously just wants to plunge the ice pick into the eye, but then, you know, we have to get the HP off for out, out of there first, so probably somewhere lower, right? You know, a little off target. I mean, you you can you can go for the eye and I think that like the uh the 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 eyeball stalks like managed to sort of shift the uh the, the ice picks aim a little bit so that it it, it doesn't quite uh, hit its target oh that's good yeah it puts like a tentacle in front just in time impales that and holds the the tip of the ice pick just outside the pupil uh she's just like yeah. has this wild grin on her face as the wild magic is you know covering her in magical girl armor oh yeah and as as this is happening uh besh does just go oh i'm gonna have fun today <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm done. Yeah. That's me. Uh, it's Cammy. All right. Hmm. Do I want? Do I want to risk damaging Wendy to trigger more magic shenanigans? Hmm. Absolutely. Fuck me up, fam. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Cammy uh, spins the chamber on her, like drops the cube that she has. Spins the chamber on the revolver to get it to lock into. Uh, we'll do blazing chamber. So all of her shots do fire damage. Gets a line up against uh, Besh. Uh, and let's go 23, 17, and 14. Uh, the 23 will hit. 
Okay, on that one, she is going to burn one of her arcane chamberings to activate it. So yeah. uh, we'll do the initial damage. The initial damage is 14, and then an explosion happens on that shot that does 3d6 damage to uh, basically Besh and everyone within uh, 10 feet of them. So that's going to be a bonus. 17 fire damage. So total damage on Besh is a 31, and Wendy takes a 17 fire damage from that. Oh, I love this combo. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm really digging this. Yeah, she's trying to thrust the uh, ice pick in. You know, flames are licking at her and just ripping more wild magic out of her uh, torrent of this, this swirling particles. Forty-seven, as I take seventeen damage. Okay, um, everyone in the party, uh, for the time being, add plus three to your AC. As the Holy. party is surrounded by ethereal shields. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, the fire flows around Wendy. Like the, she's like uh, superficially burned, but then it creates like a barrier around her. Then that flows to the rest of the party. Yeah, look, I, I, I cannot tell you how long this is going to last. I know, but I'm not going to tell you. Uh, yeah, you currently all have plus three AC. <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> all right, I'm I'm rocking a nice low twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay uh, wonderful uh um i i'm uh on one of the shots that miss uh cammy has an ability she can use as reaction called etheric retargeting so basically um she can use a react she can use a bonus action to retarget one of those shots to hit one of the gazers basically so let's just do a quick attack roll does 26 hit one of the gazers yeah 26 is gonna hit a gazer yeah, and that does 15 fire damage there. So, like, one of the shots misses, uh, misses, misses the beholder, rounds around it like a, like a, like an orbital, and just flings into one of the gazers and hits him. Cool. I'm treating the gazers as just one unit for this fight, just for simplicity. So it is swarm of gazers. Uh, you you have hit for 15 damage. Perfect. Uh, right now it is Beshk's turn. Uh, who is gonna start by using uh, four myth and uh, Max's form to get a free cure wounds. Mm. So let's uh, roll this here. Oh no, it's Max's healing touch. That's what I wrote it down as. Yep, uh, so that's eight damage back, which is not a lot, but you know, a, a little a little, little bit helps. Uh, and now, oh, it's everyone's favorite time, magical eye laser time. Um, Okay, we've got eight, four, and two. Let's find out what happens today. Um, <laughs> Petrification Ray is the first one coming out, uh, and this is going to target Wendy. Uh, you're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, I have advantage on those because of my danger sense, so it's 11. Could be better. Uh, I will I will use... Um, well... Uh, uh, Austin, do you want me to use one of my uh, Flash of Geniuses to make that into a 16? Or do we want to try to save these for death rays? Mm, I mean, you can't take it with you. Might as well use everything. All right. I'll use uh, one to turn that into a 16. I have three left. Okay. 16. Uh, you are good. Uh, you are fine. Uh, then we're going to roll four, which is going to be a slowing ray uh which is also going to be thrown at wendy because you you know you try to stab the eye that's not cool 
yeah, so I'm going to need another dexterity saving throw. 19. 19. Uh, that is uh, all good. And then we've got a paralyzing ray, which is going to aim for Cammy. I'm going to need a constitution saving throw. Uh, six. I'm going to invoke uh, one of the fighter abilities, Indomitable, which allows her to reroll a saving throw that she fails. Um, she only does once for a long rest, but hopefully this gets us a better result. Only a seven, so... <laughs> yep. Uh, you are... Uh, Cammy, you are paralyzed for one minute. Uh, at the end of each of your turns, you can try and make that constitution saving throw again. Uh, but just note for now, you are paralyzed. Uh, right. Okay, now it is Buford's turn. Okay, yeah. Um, alright, yeah, okay, I'll use my last third level spell and cast Haste on Wendy, and Buford, uh, is going to position himself in between, uh, the, like, gazer. He, he has a ten-foot reach, so he's trying to get in a spot where he can swing at the gazers and sort of block their path and punch, uh, Yaush if he tries to bite anyone that isn't him. Uh, uh, not Yaush. Um, uh, yeah, Bashk. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so is that the end of your turn? Yep. Cool. Uh, hey, it's time for Bashk to start throwing out some legendary actions. Those are always fun. Uh, at the end of a player's turn, uh, I can spend a legendary action. Fun fact, they all come back on Beshk's next turn. Uh, to roll another random, uh, random eye laser. Let's find out. It's going to be another paralyzing ray, and it's going to go for Buford. Okay. Uh, you need to do a constitution saving throw. Ugly dugly. 23. 23? You are fine. Uh, back ar Oh no, yeah, we're over to the gazers. Yeah, so I guess, I guess, uh, yeah, uh, Besh just shoots Buford, and he just keeps walking. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Besh shoots you in, like, one of the mechanical bits, and is like, oh, yeah, no, mm, yeah, that's not gonna <laughs> do. <laughs> your muscles are now completely useless, and you're like, muscles? Where? In <laughs> in, in the robot? Cool. It's the gazer's turn. They're also going to roll random things to see what happens. That's always <laughs> good. Uh, the swarm of gazers is going to attempt to use Frost Ray on Wendy. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw. Uh, seven. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, you're going to take some cold damage. Alright, and you know what that means? Wild magic yet again. You zap me, I zap everyone. 81. 81. Uh, right. I, I'm I'm seriously thinking like, shit, I should have burned my action surge on Cam on Cammy's turn to do three extra shots there, but I didn't want to like, go overboard on round one, but... Yeah. Okay. Wendy, you're the only one who initially knows what's just happened. Everyone in here is under Zone of Truth. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Losers say what? Hey, Bash. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Are we back around to my turn? Yeah, we're back around to your turn. All right, I'm hasted. So she says, um, uh, "What's your greatest fear?" Nineteen, nineteen, seven. 
Admitting that the life of a beholder is quite lonely. Uh, uh. <laughs> Aww. Don't make me like him. I mean bees. Uh, bees. <laughs> 53 damage, you little idiot. At least it's not bee damage. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Fire type, ice type, bee type. <sighs> I'm allergic. Yep. Uh, is that your turn? It sure is. Cool, legendary action. Let's do another roll to see uh, what kind of laser beams coming out. Uh, seven. What's a what was a seven do? Uh, sleep ray. Okay, sleep ray targeting Wendy uh, is going to be a wisdom saving throw. Ah, all right. Fourteen. That's not going to do it. You are now asleep. I can turn that into a 19. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. You are not asleep. Uh, Cammy, your turn. All right. So all I can do here is just attempt another constitution save, and that's it? Uh, yes. Your turn has to end on a, a constitution save to try and break out of being paralyzed. 16. That will do. You are no longer paralyzed. Next turn, you get to have a turn. All uh, right. But, joy of joys, it's the end of your turn. Legendary action. And this one's going to aim at you. Oh, no. Uh, three is a fear ray. Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen? That's not going to do it. You are you are frightened uh, for one minute or until you succeed at a saving throw at the end of your next turn. Uh, let's see here. Uh, gosh. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I know. I know. This seems like bullying. I'm trying to hit everyone with these. Uh, I understand, and, and I'm <laughs> I'm saying that I'm saying that Buford's bullying Cammy by not helping her at all. I can only do it once per turn. <laughs> Wendy got hit first. Yep. Uh, now it's back round to 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 uh, Beshk, who has all those legendary actions back. Time to roll some d tens and find out who gets hit with lasers today. Will it be Fear Ray? Who knows? Oh, it's it's not that ten we're looking for yet. Uh, we do have a disintegration ray, which is going to go for Buford. Um, so you're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm bad at that. 18. You you narrowly avoid like a a uh, sort of sparkling laser beam that you look behind you as it passes your face by like an inch. And it's like just melting through the wall. Like, the wall is fizzling away. I'm gonna tear your jaws off. Oh, you can try. Uh, well, actually, she's probably gonna be the one to kill you, frankly. Uh, now I'm gonna need a constitution saving throw from you, Buford. Oakley, Oakley. 11. Oh, that was the one I was good at. <laughs> Buford, you are now paralyzed by a paralyzing ray. Aww. So that's two of the party that are status inflicted at the second. Uh, the last one. I can't believe it's taken us so long to fight beholders. It's so it's such a wild carousel. 
Yeah, it's 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 a fun one as the DM because I'm like I, I don't know what I'm gonna put you up against. Let the numbers decide. Uh, Wendy, you're gonna be fired out with a slobbing ray. Uh, so give me a dexterity saving throw. Nine. That's not gonna do it. Uh, your speed is halved to one minute, and you can't take reactions. Uh, uh, and you can either do an action or a bonus action. You can't do both on your turn. Uh, not the worst thing you could be hit with, but yeah, you can try and do a dex save at the end of your turn to, to get rid of that. Oh no, I won't be able to immediately react to killing you, she says. <laughs> uh, Buford's turn. Alright, uh, I guess just a constitution save? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, just a constitution save. 17. Uh, 17 will do it, you have broken free. Legendary action time, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are also being targeted with a slowing ray now. Dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. Seven. Uh, you are now slowed as well. Alright, so he, it, Besk looks at me and I, my like mechanical, or uh, looks at Buford and his mechanical body starts to seize up and then he like resets himself and starts walking forwards and then gets slowed down again when i oh boy when i get over there i swear to god <laughs> oh perfect uh now it's the gazers which are gonna uh attack there we go with ooh uh cami is being targeted with a telekinetic ray uh i'm gonna need a strength saving throw That'd be a 10. Uh, Cammy, you are thrown 30 feet uh, away from the fight. Hmm. Uh, you are just lobbed down a uh, down a corridor. Okay. Uh, so you are going to have to ru run back over. You've been thrown. That's, that's all that's happened. You've been removed from the fight momentarily. She can't run back over, but we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Uh, Wendy... Oh yeah, that really plays well with the frightened condition. What that's right. interesting, right? Uh, conf confluence of events. Uh, <laughs> Wendy says uh, she's the only one who knows we're under zone of truth. So she says, uh, "How do we stop all the formith cubes?" Well, I, 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 I mean, by getting all the people out the, t uh, not, uh, not getting all the, uh, getting all the people out the t t tank. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Thanks. 14, 23, 23. The 20, 23 is hit. All right. Dang, those were so close to critting. I know. Uh, 47 yeah. damage. You are fucking nailing these rolls today. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, is that your full turn? That's my full turn. Uh, do you want to do your roll to not be slowed? And then to get out of slow, I crit. I could have used the crit on the attack, but roll 20, we're having a good day. Let's not ruin it. Yeah, you, you can't complain about your fucking rolls tonight. You've been, you've been killing it. <laughs> yeah, Wendy is just smiling so broadly as she's trying to push through like tentacle after tentacle to plunge the ice pick into the eye. And she's just like, where are these tanks? Tell me everything. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, legendary action, uh, which is definitely going to be aimed at you. Uh, eight. Petrification Ray, give me a dex save. Uh-huh. 
Crit again. Crit again. Crit again. <laughs> Fucking crits for days tonight. You you are not petrified. Describe to me your dodging of beam after beam. I'm going Bill Webb mode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, what I'm doing relevant because I'm impaling more of the tentacles, like uh, you know, like a fork whipping up some spaghetti, like twirling it around. And now uh, this poor beholder is just shooting lasers uh, at their own tentacles because I'm just wielding a massive the tendrils in front of me um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna shove all of this person's eye stalks through their pupil and into their brain so you said I got knocked into a hallway yeah you got knocked 30 feet down a hallway so here's a question does Cammy not have line of sight to Beshk at the moment oh you've still got line of sight shit alright well <laughs> Yeah, because if you're scared, you can't. I was picturing this fight happening like a stairwell, right? Because we were going to the top of the rectangle. But... So the way the way I pictured this was you come up the top of the stairs and at the end of the corridor is is Beshk, like, hey, how you doing? I, my, 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 my position was that I could, if I had line of sight to the gazers but not Beshk, I could do some shenanigans, but I'm going to have to resort yeah. to different shenanigans now. Okay, so Cammy shifts... Um, the revolver to be in a different mode. Um, it's it's called the piercing shot chamber. Uh, she will take shots. Um, she will take uh, uh, two shots at Besk. Well, she'll she'll take two shots at Besk to begin with. These are both with disadvantage. Uh, so that's eighteen and twenty three. Okay, uh, eighteen and twenty three both hit. And uh, for her third shot, she's going to activate the piercing shot uh, mechanic, which basically does a line shot through Wendy and Beshk. Both need to make dexterity saves or take 11 force damage. So you shoot through me to hit the beholder, activating my wild magic again. This is incredible. I, I think Buford is just happy he's not the one getting shot by his own teammates anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 20 on that. So, okay, so the total damage is going to be, do, 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 that'll be 27 piercing damage plus five, so that'll be 32 piercing damage on Beshk and five piercing damage on Wendy. Basically, Kami shifts uh her alignment, and even though, like, she's quivering as she's pulling the trigger, uh, the first two shots land true on Beshk, the third one, she angles it specifically to shoot through Wendy to hit Beshk, uh, doing that damage there. Um, Ten on a wild magic. Ooh, that's pretty low on the thing. What was I <laughs> feeling like at the start of this list? My question is, should I burn the action surge to make her shoot three more times? <laughs> <laughs> that's up to you. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'd say do it. I need you uh, to roll 5d6. Oh my god. That's scary. Uh, I rolled 16. Did she explode? Is this a fireball? No, uh, Wendy, you are drunk for the next 16 hours. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. I'm gonna fuck your eye out. Now, I feel like I want there to be some kind of negative consequence to this, and I haven't written down what being drunk for the next 16 hours is going to do. Well. Look, I feel like a a mild penalty to your ability to hit is reasonable. 
I don't, I think there might be rules for drunk. I'll double check. Is that's the um? Oh no, we we did it as the exhaustion table, but that was like flavor. Uh, fine. I had an, I had looked into this, and now my brain's gone. I I didn't actually write down anything more than you're drunk for this long. She she's just drunkenly stumbling out of the way of lasers. <laughs> all right. So after after all of that, uh, Cammy will activate. Uh, her uh, action surge and shoot three more times for these three shots. She's actually chambering each one to a different elemental type. So we're going to begin with the guiding chamber, which is radiant damage. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. Uh, that's not going to hit. Okay. The next shot will be cold. That'll be 23. That will hit. And the last one is a 25 for the blazing chamber. Those 23 and 25 were disadvantage audience. So, you know, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cammy, uh, with disadvantage, Cammy has rolled on her attack rolls 18, uh, 23, uh, 16, 23, and 25. Yeah. So Cammy has done an additional, um, that'd be 31 damage, fire and ice damage. Uh, if it takes, if it takes getting everyone out to get Max back, then that's what we're going to do. And then, uh, with some saving throw to Freddy, gotta be frightened. <laughs> Yeah, give me that. Give me that save. That's not gonna do it. You're still scared. Uh, time for another legendary action. Oh, it's a ten. It's time. It's death ray time. Uh, this is aiming at Wendy. And let me pull my list up. All right. Bring it, you stupid eyeball. Twenty-one. <laughs> cool. Cool, yeah, no, you you just drunkenly swerve out the way of this death beam. You're fucking killing it on the rolls tonight. <laughs> Why don't you use your big eye to look at my butt? Butt. <laughs> uh, okay, it's, it's Beshk's turn, and uh, all, all eyes are on you, Wendy. Uh, and Besh goes, oh, you want to play, huh? Uh, and Beshk will turn to the gazers and start just inhaling, uh, and is going to inhale the swarm of gazers, um, and is looking considerably less imperiled uh, now, uh, before turning three ice stalks directly at Wendy, and let's see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just call me Wayne Gretzky, because I want to play. Okay, uh, so we're going to need a deck saving throw, Wendy. 21. Okay, then we're going to need a... Uh, you're immune to being charmed, correct? While I'm raging? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fine, I won't even make you roll for it. Uh, a charm ray was going to try and get you, but that's not going to hit you. Uh, but then we go oh, wait, no, that's a different kind of barbarian. I'm wild magic. I'm not the that one. Yeah, you're, you're inflicted with charm. Oh, Beshk, I love you, you little guy. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Uh, you little so-and-so, you're just a cutie. <laughs> uh, he's going to turn the last laser on uh, Cammy, uh, in that actually on uh, Buford in that case, uh, which is going to be a deck saving throw. Okay. Five. Uh, you are petrified. You are uh, beginning to turn to so stone. You are restrained. Uh, 
you are petrified uh, until you can successfully do a deck save at the end of your turn. Yay. Yep. Uh, right, Buford. <laughs> All right, um, I'll, I'll use a bonus action to cast Thunderous Smite just to have a, um, uh, a potential extra damage here. I'm going to swing twice at Besh, disadvantage on these attacks. Uh, 19 and 15. One hits. Okay. 16 and slash roll. Uh, Thunder Smite does 2d6. Uh, so that's 19 damage, and it uh, additionally must... Uh, additionally, if the target is a creature, must save on uh, succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. So I guess I'm just trying to punch him into the wall. Uh, that's a five on strength. Right back into the spot that was covered in sneeze. <laughs> just bouncing him off the same wall over and yeah. over again. Gross. <laughs> uh, I am going to need another deck save from Buford. I, I think I need to make like three saves now. Uh, uh, if you fail this deck save, you are petrified. Okay. It's only one? Wow, I thought it was three. Uh, I guess I'll... Oh, wait, no, I can't take a reaction because I'm currently uh, slowed, too. That's uh, so a ten, so I'm a stone. Uh, you are currently a stone. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, it must repeat the staving turn at the end of its next turn. On a failure, the creature is petrified. Uh, yeah, Buford is... But am I slowed? Uh, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're, you're, you're a rock now. That's fun. Um, also, your turn ended, so... Eye laser fun times. What do we get? Eight. Another petrification ray is going for Wendy. Oh, you shoot me, ending my charm? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or hit with harmful effects. So, like, this might end it, but uh, Beshk is really, like... The, the thought of you being turned to stone and that being just a permanent thing would be a great win for this fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the Buf Buford running up on Besh, uh, the stone creeping up his arms. He summons this thunderous punch, punches you into the wall, and then still in the punching pose is turned to stone. I think it's a cool yeah. visual. I think I think Beshk is a little, uh, little power-hungry here and being like, oh, turning a person to stone is fucking great. Let's do it to you. All right. You yeah. Me? Uh, yeah. Twenty-two. Okay, you are uh, you are not uh, you are not uh, hit hit by the beam, which is good for you. Um, doo -doo -doo. I think Wendy's like, I'm sorry, I stabbed you so many times, Besh. I'm just I'm drunk. I don't know what I'm doing. I've had a really rough time. My friend Max is eaten by a cube. I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. And she punches herself in the face uh, for seven damage, <laughs> triggering wild magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Seven. Se uh, oh, no. Nineteen on the table? Nineteen. Yeah, I sevened myself. Don't worry. There's still one more of those coming up. Oh. At, le at least you resist the seven damage. Oh, I wrote this before I knew that Max's whole thing was flower-themed. Oh, uh, that's fine. Um, A beautiful... Uh, a patch of flowers and grass uh, starts spawning around you, Wendy. Um, d heal 2d10 health. Aww. It's like Max is reaching out. 
All right. So this oh. is a net net gain of health. <laughs> this is a net gain of health. You have net gained health. And also, a little you, bit of Max has yeah. spawned around you. You, you. you took three damage from Putty yourself with bludgeoning damage and then healed back 13. So you gained 10 health from that. Great, great work. Cool. Uh, and then Beshin's going to try one more time to petrification, right? You one more, one more deck save. Oh, you little goof! What are you doing? Nineteen. Uh, nineteen. You do successfully dodge being petrified. All right. <laughs> no one can kill Ronaldo. What are you doing? All right, Cami. Cami, it's your turn. <laughs> Back to piercing shot. Let's do the same sequence. So attack number one, twenty-five. That's gonna hit. Attack number two, 13. That will uh, miss. Um, uh, yeah, that'll miss. Uh, hmm. I'm going to be greedy and try to do a double trigger of magic on Wendy right now. So first thing we're going to do um, is uh, bonus action. Redirect that shot to uh, Wendy. Um, 14 probably misses Wendy, though. So uh, just, uh, 14 is her armor class. Oh, uh, even, even with the plus three that we have right now? Is that shield? I think that's gone. The shield goes whenever a wild magic pops. I lose yeah, the, the Yes, yeah, sorry. I didn't say, but the, the, the plus three went when you popped to a new wild magic. Okay. So, so far, uh, Kami has done 13 damage to Beshk and 19 damage to Wendy that gets halved down to uh, nine. Um. Okay. Roll me that wild magic. Mm-hmm. I'm like a red barrel in a video game. <laughs> um, Wendy's in big head mode. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a normal, like, human-sized head on a tiny fairy body? Yes. Yes, you look like an N64 cheat code character right now. All right. And then... Yeah. <laughs> After those two shots have gone off, Cammy will then spend her uh, last activation of Arcane Chambering to do another piercing shot through Wendy into uh, Besh. <laughs> so both have to do dexterity saving throws. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, that will not save, actually. All right. Um, oh, that will not save either. So uh, that's going to be 2D, uh, 2D8 plus... Let me make sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. 2d8 plus 5 plus 2d6 damage there. So that's 24 damage to both of you then. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple of questions, but I'm going to start with uh, Wendy. What do you roll on the d100? 39. Uh, 39. Um, oh, this is fun. Uh, Wendy, uh, for the time being, you don't know how to speak common. I'm just doing simlish. I don't know what languages you have and whether any of them are in common with the rest of the party, but you currently don't know common. Uh, secondly, Cammy, lethal or non-lethal? Buford's a rock. He can't say anything, but spiritually he wants to kill him. Gosh. I, I hate this. I hate being asked this question every time. Um, Matar Sukulo! Matar Sukulo! Uh, I'm just gonna... I'm, I, I, I'm going to flip a, uh, a D1 here. If it comes up as a 1, it will be lethal. Um, let's see here. Oh, shit, it came up a 1. 
um, in this case, it's going it's to be hard to make this a non-lethal laser like wave shot through Wendy into uh, Beshk. Um, so, yeah, can the bullet hit Wendy in the back and then propel her like like the second stage rocket? The it, bullet. It, it, well, it, because it's like force damage. It's just it's this last shot that because Wendy was unable to resist it, it literally just shoves her through. Uh, yeah. Best's eye. While still frightened, Cammy was able to get multiple shots off on Best. <laughs> Let's hope that uh, you didn't need any information out of Best to get your friends out of out of the whatever weird soup you're about to find. Uh, but yeah, no, Best is dead. You, you, uh, you've done you've done the fight, uh, Buford. Uh, you do start to stop being stone, so th- that's good for you. I-, I think maybe the visual on this as Beshk uh, dies is Buford's like mechanical arms just start gripping like the stones on his chest and ripping them off his body. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that is definitely uh, workable. Uh, quick question, Wendy, do you have any languages in common with any of the party? <laughs> I have Sylvan is the only uh, other language I've written on my sheet because uh, as a fairy I got that and uh, so I think Sylvan's the only other one I have. Hmm. Which I don't think anyone has anyone got Sylvan. No. Nope. No, not the moment. Uh, no. Well, for for the for the moment, sorry about that, Wendy. Yeah, um, Wendy is inside of Beshk's head. Like just lodged in there somewhere as he deflates to the floor, uh, and you just hear inside her just like swearing in Sylvan. She, she's just cursing up a storm. Buford will like reach into Beshk's like deflating head and like try to root around for Wendy to pull her out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I uh, Kemi like runs up and just sort of like shudders a bit before holstering. Her revolver. And it's like, uh, uh, sorry if uh, taking them out like that was not a appropriate protocol there, Buford. Um, but uh, it, it seemed kind of uh, desperate, you know. I mean, I was threatening to sort of defend, uh, rip off all of his limbs, or I, yeah, I was threatening to rip off his jaw and eye stock. So I mean, I think we, I think we were kind of, kind of heading this way. Aki, Aki, Ayudame, Ayudame. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, uh, Wendy, are you okay? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a way to infer what's going on here. Um, my dwelly El Tresero. Has Buford been on enough of these missions with Wendy to understand that anything weird she's doing is probably related <laughs> to wild magic? Absolutely. Like, we... I've seen her grow eyes, like her teeth fall out of her face sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, she got she d- developed a magical goal transformation in our first mission. So like, yeah, some, some <laughs> of that stuff just happens. Uh, well, I, I, hmm, Wendy just sort of like, oh, sorry. Uh, so Cammy just sort of like, hmm, I realized something here. If Cammy tried to do like an unarmed strike on Wendy, she'd do zero damage because she. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. uh, that- so yeah, uh, with with Beshk uh, now just a, a puddle of head, uh, <laughs> there is a doorway that is no longer being uh, blocked in any way that is the obvious place that seems to be what was being guarded. All right, I guess I'll collect Beshk's cube. 
yeah, it, if you hadn't done so, it, it was going to come to you in a second anyway and be like, oh, thank you so much for saving me from that terrible, mean, evil person. Now, if only I could join with someone good and pure-hearted, we could save the day together. You you can stop right there, and if you keep talking, I'm going to force you into a round hole. <laughs> can I uh, short rest here in the guts? Because Wendy is just tired. She's been shot many times, so... Uh, uh, Cammy is also going to offer some healing to Wendy in any case. Uh, say, uh, sorry I shot you multiple times, but it seemed like a useful thing to do. Uh, so, let's see here. Uh, that's, uh... Yeah... Uh, you get healed by 16 from Cammy. Uh, I was expecting to get hit by a lot more, you know, damage my way. Nothing hurt me. I just kind of got slowed down a lot. Yeah, I, uh, well, I, after I, after seeing the weird stuff with Wendy when she was taking damage in the other fight, I just realized, wait a minute, what if I intentionally induce those effects? Maybe one of them will blow up the beholder, you know? Um. Oh, that oh, that was on purpose. Yes. Oh, okay, so Max does it by accident, and you do it on purpose. Good to know. <laughs> I didn't sh- listen. If I shot you on purpose, nothing would happen other than you complaining about your arm being smudged. Okay. Uh, no, nah, Max shot me square in the chest. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as you head through the doors into the uh, the room that was giving off all the big signals, um. The best way that I can describe what you walk in on is it sort of looks like a big illithid brine pool with just a bunch of people floating in it. This is the Matrix. Uh, it, it's just one big, one big glass-walled swimming pool full of goop and people floating in the goop and a bunch of machinery plugged into the sides of it. Uh, uh so, so obviously there's one person that, uh, Cammy is going to be looking for once they see once she sees the uh, the pool in front of, of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as a side note, there is uh, what appears to be the body of a warforged uh, hooked up to the uh, mechanical systems that seem to be operating this. It, it's hooked. Up, is it like hooked up into a computer terminal or something? What What's the like? It's. It's hooked up into a computer terminal, which seems to be hooked into the the tub of goo. Okay, uh, yeah, Buford's gonna start trying to crack the code, I guess, and figure out if he can, A, like, release the people from the Matrix. It. I, I, he's also gonna be looking for, it seems like it's literally teleporting people here, and that's interesting, because it grabbed them from across the universe, it seems like. Yeah, see... You're trying to root around in the computer and be like, is there anything here that can tell me how I safely take people out of the goo? Yeah, have they commented their code correctly? Yeah, so I think this is either gonna be an arcana roll or... Yeah, I I think it's arcana. Okay, I'll cast guidance on myself as my one use this this session. (laughs) Uh, I needed it anyway. Uh, and I'll use Flash of Insight, too, on here. My, like, one to last uh, D4. That's a 15, 20. Yeah, I'll, I'll have Cammy help out with this, too. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Uh, so she's going to uh, cast Guidance on herself as well for this. <laughs> uh, that's a crit. Uh, that's a crit. Plus, plus, <laughs> let's just roll the D4 here. 
Uh, so that's a tw- that's a thirty-two on the uh, crit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, then, you you fucking like you you enter the matrix. You understand everything. This <laughs> thankfully this has been like the most pristinely commented code in the universe. Like everything is very neatly organized. Um, yeah. So what you get from digging around in this computer is that basically the people in this in this soup are uh it's it's basically just a pool of electro uh, of uh gel that is reading brain waves and is using them to basically create the uh transfer an amount of of, of a person to the various four myth summons um you also can tell by rooting around in this uh that Yaush has just been receiving a feed of like everything from every four myth like anyone with a four myth, no matter you know how it's set up, Yaush has just been getting all those feeds. Yaush is very, very plugged into everything that's been happening around. Uh, you do get the impression that if you are able to get this network not working, it is going to create a window of time in which Yaush does not have a network of eyes everywhere seeing what's going on. Um. Digging through this computer, it seems that uh, there is a a sequence you can you can activate, which will allow you to simply remove the people from the soup. And without any people in the soup, it seems like that is going to cause big rippling effects throughout the network. With this crit, are we able to know is this something Yaush set up, or did he find this weird technology? I haven't been one hundred percent sure. Yeah. Like the origin of the four myths. Um, so this is not something that uh, Yaush created. Uh, digging through the computer, you find that like this was created elsewhere. Yaush simply came across it and realized mass producing it would be to his benefit. Mm. Okay, so the creators of Formith are still out there, he said, tenting his fingers. Yeah, the creators of Formith are still out there. Uh, what was created as a one-off uh, for a, a uh, much more simplified purpose uh, has been weaponized into what if I created a honeypot to trap all my enemies and spy through them and then have powerful weapons for an army. I have a question with, with Cammy's crit. So we've determined that pulling all these people out will cause rippling effects through the network. Can we pull them out? And I'm assuming it, like Yosh probably has a cube bonded to him. If he doesn't, then this doesn't matter. I want to make like just a constant stream of junk data screaming into Yosh's uh, Yosh's head. Whoa. You two are talking about all this nerd stuff and explaining all the systems and the, the programming and everything. And uh, when he just sits down at the edge of the pool and just like kicks her little feet in it, <laughs> just like, Soyuna idiota. <laughs> Wendy, help me pick deep fried memes to send into Yosh's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's meme on this guy. <laughs> so. If you want to try and send a bunch of data, like forcefully send a bunch of data through the four myths, uh, that is something you can do. I would, I would suggest that you might want to disconnect the people out of the tub first. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. that's what I intended to do. Yeah. So if you you have zero trouble with that, with that twenty and crit, uh, uh, di- di- powering everything down, and you can just start lifting bodies out of the goop. 
Uh, and it doesn't take more than a couple of minutes for uh, the various the various people, Max included, to start coming to. Um, I, 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 I will point out something that Cammy could do in the meantime, and that is she has presentation. So as the bodies are coming out, she's going to clean them off to make them not damp um, as they're all being settled down there. So Lovely. Uh, but yes, yes, uh, Max is no longer slimy and damp and is also waking up. Hola, Max. Ya no puedo hablar común. Cammy's like, you know, hugging tight up against them. Um, and of course... The others are waking up, including, well, Evan and Dash and such. Yep. Uh, notably, the Eladrin and the uh, the Warforged were not bodies floating in the in the goo, and do not appear to be waking up. Hmm. I'm glad you're not dead, Max, and also not in goo anymore. That's probably a little bit gross. Yeah, yeah, it's. Oh gosh. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making you all worry, but um. Thank, uh, thank you. Um. And and then like as Max is thinking things through, they're just realizing that, you know, their their mom is also just right there. Uh. Yep. Yep, uh, Dashina is is just there, sort of getting her bearings and looking around, and the two of you are together. I... Uh, Dash, Dash, like, the second she locks eyes, uh, she runs over and just barrels into a huge hug. Hola, Mama de Max. Soy Wendy McDonald. Somebody needs to hit her. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, let's see here. Who, who, who hits... Who hits Wendy? Uh, uh, Evan or her? Like, oh, a and flump? a flump with a with a huge Morningstar bonks me on the back of the head. <laughs> they're they're helpful, okay? They yeah. yeah yeah. I'll I'll do a small roll to hit you. <laughs> Everyone got really annoyed at Austin's high school Spanish half you, remembered. You, you took one. You take one damage. Roll on the d one hundred. Eighty. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if this was the one? That would be so fucked up. Okay. <laughs> I um, just su just summon a fucking Tarask in here. Um. Hmm. Do I tell you about this now, or do I tell this you about this when you do it? Oh, it's hard to know. It's hard. That's to hard know. to know. I need to make a note for myself. I need to put like a little thing next to this. Um, <laughs> Cliffhanger. At some, at some point in the future, that will pay off. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Um, I uh, yeah no, I cannot tell you what's coming, but I'm pretty confident you'll trigger it at some point. A message pops up in the top right of the screen. God will remember this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. So next time you do a specific action, have fun. All right. <laughs> Wendy rubs her head and says, hey, jellyfish, that was rude. Oh, everyone can hear me now. Great. Can't wait to say more things in the middle of emotional reunions. Where's my hug? Uh, I mean, uh, if we if all three of us hugged you, Wendy, that would probably be a problem. You know, just just, you know, you can 
here, here, just get, just get in here, Wendy. <laughs> uh, Buf Buford, I imagine you're not joining in the hug. I'm guessing. I think they're having an emotional moment, and Buford is. This, yeah. this is their time. That's perfect because I think you are the one to notice. Um, those four myth cubes are uh, not having a good time. Uh, since you pulled the people out the goop. Mm -hmm. They seem to not only be deactivating, but they are, like, on the fritz. Like, these things are, like, losing stability. Are they detonating, is the question I need to ask? Uh, no, they don't seem to be detonating. They seem to just be losing some cohesiveness. Uh, it seems like... It's not just a case of, like, hey, throw some more people in the goo and, like, things will go on as normal. Like, they're going to have to... There is going to be some legwork to get this operation up and running again. So you have probably a window of time here where Yaush is not aware of everything that's happening. Like, this is going to be a blind spot of time that you have created. Um, so we're I, we're taking everyone out of here with us, of course. Um, the uh, the Warforge is wired into this console. I'm assuming we need to leave him here if we want to do my plan to like put a broadcast storm into Yash's brain and send him deep fried memes. <laughs> do we want to try to disconnect the Warforged and save them as well? I mean, this this would be a question for Max because. Yeah, if you want to use this place to try and send deep-fried memes at Yaush, you are going to need to leave that Warforged plugged into the machinery. Max will look at the Warforged and be like, I mean, while it might be great to to dunk on Yaush like that, um, uh, be afraid to be very blunt, I talked with him while I was in there oh he's alive well i don't well whatever i talked with at least a representation of of him when i was in there and as far as i can tell you know i mean he's being he, they're being used here you know not willingly at least so whether or not it's able to be activated again i'd feel better if we just took it with us just completely disabled this whole network, right? I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not that big of a monster. I'm a different kind of monster. Um, Buford will change tact here and see if, since it seems like this guy didn't wake up when we started deactivating things, can he try to find, I guess, the ghost in the machine, so to speak, and download it back into the Warforged body? 100%. If you want to move the data that seems to be this thing's code and move it onto the Warforged, you are welcome to do so. Uh, it does not immediately activate, but if you want to detach it from the network, you are able to do so in a way where you are confident the data is in there. Yeah, he'll do so, and I guess he's now going to be carrying two people, that tiefling and the Warforged. <laughs> well, we have multiple people to carry people here. We got a whole bunch. We have a Goliath in our party here to carry things, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, Buford will turn to the assembled people that have come out of the goo and say, all right, I hope we've all learned an important lesson here. Do not trust cubes promising great power. What if we're in a dire situation? 
the the worst situation is what the cube will do to you. You, you got cubed. I mean, we didn't get cubed. What about what about pyramids, Gub Gub? Is that a trustworthy shape? <laughs> Even less so, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about oblate spheroids? Huh? How is that? All right, safe? those are okay. Well, right. What color are they? This is important. I I can't tell, honestly. You know. All right, so we. We're taking everybody and leaving. Uh, is like the whole place falling down because all the cubes are destabilizing, or? Uh, yeah, this this place is like losing its stability. So you are gonna have to get out of here now if you wanna get out of here. Uh, and as you bundle uh, everyone onto the uh, the Tully monster, you uh, you manage to get everyone on successfully. And now is your moment as a group. Yaush, for we're not sure how long, does not know what's coming. If you want to make a move on Yaush, now is your time. <laughs> <laughs>